it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Last night on my uh, group call with my cognitive eating group, one of the gals started her, you know, update for the week with the comments about how messed up her stomach had been feeling in the days prior. She's, you know, she uh, talked about experiencing pretty severe abdominal pain, constipation, bloating, cramps, you name it. She's, you know, she's really been having some distressing um, digestive symptoms. Now, Typically, whenever people experience physical symptoms, they may start blaming their bodies. Stupid body, what's wrong with you? Why do you hate me? You know, those kinds of thoughts can often start. Or maybe they'll go to the doctor and start getting prescriptions to try to manage the symptoms or get a bunch of medical tests done. And usually, they start blaming themselves or their doctor may even blame them right? It's not uncommon to start thinking, I'm such an idiot, I have to start eating better or differently or whatever. You know, those kinds of thoughts are usually among the first things to start. Um, Or maybe there'll even be some things that they'll hear from their doctors, right? All of the ways that they have to change what they're eating to help these symptoms go away. And that's basically conventional wisdom at this point. Whenever somebody doesn't feel good, especially if it's digestive issues, the conventional wisdom says they must be doing something wrong to cause those symptoms. And by something wrong, I just, I mean, you know, that they, they're, you know, blamed for eating the wrong things or overall just not taking care of themselves or maybe their weight, blaming our weight or weight gain for something is another typical go-to response whenever we have any type of health uh, issues. You know, oh, well, I've, I'm having this issue because I've gained weight. I feel terrible in my body because I've gained weight. I have to, you know, so I have to lose weight for, you know, to start feeling better. It's really common to think. And those are the typical go-tos because we've been taught that, you know, weight is the, the you know, what causes everything. And that food is medicine. That everything that can go wrong with us or does go wrong with us can be, quote, fixed by simply changing what or how we eat or the size of our bodies. And I used to believe that myself (laughs) until years of experience and learning taught me that no, that is not at all the whole truth. Food is not medicine, nor is food automatically the cause of distressing medical issues, which means that it is not always automatically the solution. And this is such an important point that not nearly enough people are teaching because our thoughts and our emotions have the power to cause physical symptoms in our bodies. They impact us physically. They have the power to literally make us sick. Now, let's go back to the example of this client that I spoke of. She started talking about the symptoms that she'd been experiencing and If I approached health from the standpoint that most people do, I would have started telling her all the things that she needs to stop eating and all of the neat things that she needs to start eating instead. And what would the outcome of that approach been? She'd start trying to make all of those changes. She wouldn't be able to stick to them. She'd feel guilty and scared every time she, quote, fell off track 
or even just at the thought of eating something bad, basically it'd bring up this whole host of mental and emotional struggles. And, you know, again, she'd almost certainly not be able to stick to the food rules I gave her for, for very long anyway. And so all of that is to say, <laughs> that's why that's not at all what I did when she started talking about her stomach issues. Instead of immediately blaming her for eating the wrong things or reinforcing her distrust in her own ability to make her own food choices, I opted instead to help her rebuild trust and connection with her body. And I did something really crazy with her. I helped her ask her body what was wrong with it. When I started this work, I had no idea where it would take me. I had no idea how much I would learn about the human body and its ability to not only instinctively know what it needs, but also all of the ways that it attempts to communicate that with us every day. And I'm still constantly in awe of it. Anyway, that's what we did. I talked her through a short connection exercise designed to help her dig into what was really going on to cause the stomach distress. Now, she's a nurse, so at first she was seeing the symptoms clinically and we didn't get a whole lot um we didn't get a whole lot of insight, but I didn't give up. She didn't give up, and as we kept digging around into the feelings that she was experiencing and, you know, asking with gentle curiosity. After a couple minutes, tears started to flow down her face a little bit. And she said, it's fear. (laughs) And just like that, we not only had our answer and the root cause of the stomach pain and the digestive issues that she'd been experiencing, but we had some pretty clear insight into how to create a clear path forward to help alleviate it all, because we knew exactly what was causing it. We didn't immediately go straight to trying to band-aid the symptoms by changing a bunch of external choices or start diving into medical testing and medications, all of which likely would have just created more fear. No, instead, we just went straight to trusting her body first and asking it what was wrong. We got an answer that made complete sense based on the other stuff that's been going on in her life lately, and we made a very simple action plan forward that she felt good about. And she came away feeling a renewed sense of trust and gratitude for her body. She came away not feeling like she's failing because she's eating the wrong things or making herself sick, but instead recognizing that her body is her friend It has answers and it can be trusted. Now, I don't want to say that there's no place for, or or I don't want to sound like I'm saying that there's no place for doctors or medications or testing or changing what or how we eat or anything like that. That, of course, would be silly. I'm not saying that. We're not always going to get every single answer to every single medical issue by just asking our bodies. I'm not saying that. Particularly because, obviously, not every single medical issue has an emotional cause or component. I'm not saying that either. My only point is to point out that often many of them do have an emotional cause or component, that our thoughts and our emotions can and do impact the way that it feels to live in our bodies. They create physical sensations. They can quite literally make us sick. And more often than not, our bodies do have the answers if we just start 
there. If we start from a place of love and of trust, just allowing ourselves to first get curious about what we're experiencing in our bodies and where it's coming from, often, very often, we can and do get answers that get right to the root cause of the issue. And if we are not aware of that, if all we're doing is blaming ourselves for eating the wrong things or trying to force ourselves to change what we're eating to, quote, fix whatever health issue we're experiencing, we don't have a chance to dig into what actually may be causing the issue, our thoughts and our emotions. And the problem with that is it often just creates more issues. Right, Because if if fear is the cause, changing what we eat may kind of seem like it's working because we're so conditioned to believe that changing what we eat is the solution for everything. We may start feeling a little bit safer when we think we're eating, quote, right. And if we feel safer, feelings of fear may diminish. So symptoms may diminish. But we're not really digging into the root of what's actually causing the fear in the first place. And then what happens when we do eat something bad or experience fear again? The symptoms just come right back. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that food doesn't impact how we feel or that emotions are the cause of everything we experience. I only want to help you start thinking about things a little bit differently because our health, what it feels like to live in our bodies these things are really complicated. They're nuanced. They are driven by a whole lot more than we even know. They're driven by significantly more than just our food choices. And our bodies are so, so full of wisdom and communication and insight and the capacity for love. The first place we should be looking for answers is in them. When you start digging into what you're feeling with trust and gentle curiosity and you start actually getting answers, it's the most remarkable experience and it builds so much respect between you and your body. And if you're doing it right, you truly do start to get answers. When you turn your attention to your symptoms and you just start noticing what you're feeling and asking, what do you need? What are you trying to tell me? You will hear answers. You'll hear, I'm stressed. I'm scared. I'm overwhelmed. I'm exhausted. You may hear, I'm in pain because you have been really mean to me. Or that thing that you just ate made me sick. Or I need some quiet time outside. Or maybe you'll even hear, I need you to make some time to go to the doctor. Whatever it is, you will get answers. And they're not always medical. They're not always because of your weight. They're not always driven by eating the, quote, wrong things. They can and often are very real physical symptoms of our thoughts and emotions, of the things going on, of those things going on in us. And when that's the case, those are the things that we have to deal with. Have you ever considered... How are my thoughts and emotions contributing to how it feels to live in my body today? You've 
you've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.